So, you really want to know what women do, say and think the way that we do, huh? Well, fasten your seatbelts and let's get... She says what? Started with your host, Alan Newman Jr. Good afternoon. Happy hump day. Thank you for tuning in this evening to She Said What. I am your host, Alan Newman Jr. And in case you're wondering what you're tuned into, or if you're listening to a replay of this episode, let me tell you what it's all about. This show is geared to help bridge the gap in communication between men and women. So this platform is for our female guests to come in and tell us how it really is raw and rugged from their perspective. The number to call in is 515-602-8647. Press the number one if you want to come on um, and talk with us about the topic. And tonight's topic is all about communication, subliminal messages versus being direct. Yes, that is our conversation for today. And I have my lovely guest, Kim Gaines. Kim, thank you for being a part of the show today. Um, Before we kick things off with Kim, I just want to remind everybody that we are currently running a promo special on ads and commercials through the month of August. Inquire on more information by sending your email to ads at hesaidwhatnetwork.com. You can also subscribe to the network's YouTube channel by searching He Said What Radio Network or follow us on IG at He Said What Radio Network, and you can follow me at Newman underscore junior underscore 2.0. So once again, today's topic is communication, subliminal messages versus being direct. Miss Kim, how are you doing on this lovely Wednesday? I'm I'm good, Alan. Uh, thank you for having me on the show. Thank you. I actually appreciate having you on here. I'm super excited um, to see what we will talk about in regards to this. Um, for those who are listening on our website at the He Said What um, Radio Network, you can type in your comment or questions, and we'll read it on the air. So, so Kim. From our little talk backstage while waiting to come on the air, I get the vibe that you are not someone who does do subliminal messages. Am I right at assuming that? Okay. Um, well, I still do the, you know, standard subliminal thing, you know, when, when my mm-hmm. significant other didn't act right, I would talk to him, you know. Gotcha, To let gotcha. him know I was so, pleased, you know. <laughs> So have you ever found yourself in a time in your uh, current relationship or relationships in the past where you just went beyond just the regular, I'm not talking to you? Like, if you're on social media, you're dropping, like, if there's a post, it's specifically for him to know I'm talking about you, even though I'm not talking to you. Have you ever caught yourself in that situation? I don't do social media drama. Um, okay. I don't like the idea of other people being in the business like that because I, I think it actually makes it work. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, it doesn't mm-hmm. it doesn't help venting to, you know, everybody on social media about the relationship or what have you. So, um, well, I guess I, I need to go back past relationships. I, I don't date anymore. I kind of hung up, on, hung up my jersey almost a year and a half okay. ago. But I okay, don't... Okay. I never believed in the whole, you know, getting on the phone, texting my girlfriends when I was in uh unpleasant situation with my significant other or, 
you know, getting on Facebook or anything like that and venting. I just, mm. to me, like I said, that always made it work. Because everybody, with that. you know, so, goes through their thing, you know, with a mm-hmm. significant other or they have issues with a relationship that they, they have or are currently in. So not all advice is good advice. That's true. That's true. That's true. Ha- when it comes to subliminal messages and being direct, Kim, do, do you feel like social media has opened a door that has caused not just today's generation, but even generations of past, where they're less likely to handle things directly and try and take a subliminal approach? I do. I think social media created a lot of, for lack of a better phrase, uh, telephone tough guys. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of men and women that wouldn't say whatever it is they need to say to they to they significant other. They use social media. Mhm, mhm, mhm. Now, now that's a fact because I've seen some people post stuff and I'm like, you know, without a doubt, you're not saying that to nobody. You you just saying that to yourself and it's making you feel feel good. Right. But it could be the attention factor. No, they just want to feel like they heard. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like I said, it's, it's not the whole social media venting about a relationship. is not something I ever subscribe to. So I guess I'm mm-hmm. just mm-hmm. kind of guessing on that. And, and I'm pretty sure with our guys listening, that's probably a breath of fresh air. Because for, for our Ben Kim, how how would you guide us to handle situations like that? Because like I said, with today's situation, you have a lot of people who do rely on subliminals and not being direct with how they feel or what needs to be said. And I know that can be frustrating for both parties, for men and women. But for for me as a guy, how would you best tell me how to handle a situation like that? How, How do I address my significant other who does deal with subliminal messages? Is there a way to address it? Um, or it just becomes well, straight off the bat and like, this is what I expect. This is not what I'm going to accept from you without coming off in a negative light. Because sometimes people can take your words and feel like you're attacking them when you're actually just, you're just wanting to communicate. Contrary to what somebody wanted, wants to do, they are mm-hmm. not going to necessarily receive what you say about your expectations, you know, favorably. But at the same time, mm-hmm. those same people, they'll, especially women, okay, I, I you know, because mm-hmm. I'm a woman, I can, mm-hmm. I didn't necessarily always want to hear what my significant other had to say, but I was mm-hmm. always the one that made sure or tried to make sure he heard what I had to say. And, mm-hmm. and I, I know it was, a, it was a selfish stance, but that's what it was. Now, the thing we me, myself, was even if I was less than thrilled about what was said, if mm-hmm. I had the opportunity to walk away and think about it, it made sense. You know, I would come back, I would apologize, and we would talk it out. As far as, okay, I, I guess I should take this in two parts. As far as the brothers, there's, there's dates. And and mm-hmm. there's a female that she's interested in or what have you. I would, because I've done this in the past, 
um, I've done this in the past in, you know, my dating, uh, whatever, anyway. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. If they were on social media a lot, that instantly sent, sent up a flag for me. And I have walked away from a situation where he was, you know, a social media nut. Like everything mm-hmm. about his life was on Facebook. Or Instagram, everything he did, okay. every, and and that was kind of a problem for me, you know. Um, mm-hmm. Talking about, you know, his ex-wife, his mother, his, you know, I'm like, okay, this is not going to be a good fit. So I think with people, whether male or female before you get too deeply involved with somebody, you know, because I noticed they passing out the social media information almost like phone numbers now. You know, I'm I'm old. I'm True. 50-ish. So it's not about getting the digits no more. It's, you know, okay, well, what's your Instagram or what's that? You need to actually look at that stuff. And if this is a person that every aspect of their life is on social media, you might want to reconsider or, you know, how involved you get with this person. Especially if you're a person that don't like your business floating around out in the world. Mm-hmm. Um, for the gentlemen that are already involved with a woman like that, there really isn't a nice way to say, you know, hey, stop putting our business out in the world like that. Mm-hmm. Um, because, again, you know, once once a social media thing um, gets to the point where they just, they just have to, you know, they can't vent no other way. You saying that, you know, you don't appreciate it or what have you, that, that's just going to be a problem. And it's just going to be mm-hmm. a problem for a while. Mm-hmm. That's true. That's true. Because I, I feel like, and for those who are listening, you can dial in at 515-602-8647. And if you would like to come on, just press the number one. Um, we're talking about communications, subliminal messages versus being direct with my guest, Kim. Um, Kim, you make very, very key points because I feel like with today's society, there's always that battle with social media and how much you're allowing people to have access to you. Because I see, I think just recently, um, this this past week, I saw there was people having a conversation with, oh, is there an issue if one of you don't use social media and the other does? And it's interesting to see how everyone's take is on, well, if that person doesn't use social media, um, like that, then there's a red flag. Or if that person uses social media too much, that's a red flag. Oh, I want to apologize. The number is 515 602 9647. I accidentally said 8647. It's 515 602 9647. Now, with Kim, um, being that um, you kind of hung up, hung up the jersey on dating wise, hypothetically, if you were to run into somebody and he piques your interest and you're like, you know what, I'm about to go back in, into this game and let's, let's, let's see how this works out. Um, when it comes to your ground rules in regards to communication, 
what are your ground rules for communication or what how, what is the foundation that you lay down when it's dealing with the potential significant of it? Well, um, first and foremost, be honest. Mm-hmm. Again, I might not necessarily like what we're saying, and, you know, I, I might, you know, okay, and if you give me a minute, let me, let me chew on this for a minute, and we'll talk about it, you know, revisit it, but, because mm-hmm. I, I um, I'm temperamental, we'll just, very, very oh. temperamental, <laughs> so, gotcha, gotcha. <laughs> um, <laughs> I usually have to, you know, walk off and, you know, walk off and think about it for a minute and then come back to whatever the conversation was about. But, you know, um, okay. I still I still want honesty above everything because even if I don't like what was said, I'm a, I will still respect and give consideration to what was said if it was honest. Um, okay, okay. I believe that, you know, the whole telling me what I hear, what I want, what you think I want to hear, is, you know, it's it's still a lie, and it will Mm -hmm. cause you to act contrary to what you said, and then I'm going to be side-eyeing you anyway. Um, Mm, Okay. I also think that okay, I don't, I'm not saying that every guy is like this, just the guy mm-hmm. that I have dealt with in my past. Sure. And yeah. what I've seen as far as, you know, friends and associates around me. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't want to feel like what I'm saying is discounted because I'm just uh, an emotional woman and it must be my time of the month. No, I got you. I got you. So um, those are my biggest things as far as, you know, communication between us. I don't want to hear that we having a problem from somebody else. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't want nobody's sister calling me, oh, well, what's going on between you and him now? And he called me and he was upset. I, that That's pretty much a um that's a deal breaker for me. Mhm. Mm-hmm. And and uh, that and that's under, that's understandable. I I can feel that cuz it's nothing worse than you're thinking you're handling something internally and everyone outside knows exactly what's going wrong, what happened, what started it, who started it, all of that. Like I feel like that is one of the worst things, especially for me personally. Um that do not violate that with me if we're dating, if we're a couple, because that violates. One thing with me, trust is hard to come by. And once you violate that, it's it's pretty much a done deal with me. Right. And, you know, there are no, again, no shortage of people that will listen to your problem and give you advice good or bad. Mm-hmm. It's, it's always somebody that has some input and they, people have to realize that when when folks give you their opinion about your situation it's from the lens of their situation. So, mm-hmm. 
mm-hmm. you people need to, you know, really take that into consideration before they put too much of their business out in the streets. Exactly, exactly. Well, then I have, I I have um, another thing for you, then Kim. So let's say your significant other, you've 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 given this information, you told them where they're staying, and they're like, well, you know what? There's I have a circle of people that when I need advice, I do go to them. Are you okay with them doing that as long as you know, or is it one of those I'm I'm not even. I don't even care if they're your best friend that is that grew up with you for life. At the end of the day, I do not need our personal difficulties or differences to be broadcast to anyone, even if they are a tight knit circle. Or are you kind of like, well, you know what? If you trust them, I'm gonna trust you that they're not going to misplace your trust. Well, I think that it would be situational, right? So for me mm-hmm. personally, I it would be a deal breaker for me. And mm-hmm. again, you know, this is from my lens and what I've gone through. Um, mm-hmm. I was in a relationship with somebody. Uh, they decided to go elsewhere to discuss the problems that they were having with me. And it turned into, it turned into, you know, this person cheating on me with the person that he was confiding in. Wow. Um, okay. But, you know, she was quote unquote a friend and she was there for him and all this other stuff. And, um, like I said, it turned into, so for me personally, um, it, it would be a deal breaker for me. It, it, I would walk away. But again, that's from my lens, my experience. Now, that's mm-hmm. not to say that there isn't a situation where, like, um, I have a, a lady that I work with where it's almost like when she married her husband, she married her husband and his best friend because they basically grew up together. So, but she's comfortable with it and they, they all cool and he's a a close friend of the family and he's the uncle to their kids and everything. And um, so she's comfortable with the type where it's even been times where she called him like, look, you know, you need to get your boy because he's tripping. And, you know, they've been married now for, wow, I want to say probably about 30 years. Oh, wow. Okay. Uh, yeah, yeah. So it, I, I don't want to say that it don't work the other way, too. But for me personally, I that's not something that I, I subscribe to. I got you. I got you. Um, And actually, Kim, we have a caller on the line. Um, caller, welcome to She Said What? Um, what's your question or comment that you have for us today? What's going on, Alan? Hold on, Kim. It's RG. Hey. How's it going, RG? RG? What's oh, man, chilling, chilling. I just want to say, <laughs> Kim is the most non-judgmental, calmest person you'll ever meet. She's always even, always even tempered. I'm very impressed by her. Okay, okay. Uh, 
I, I get that vibe from Tim, though. She's very laid back. She's very matter-of-fact, even kill. I like that. It, it's a change of pace for me. I like it. Oh, you say, I guess we do, do be kind of hyper, though. Oh, yeah, it is. A little bit. <laughs> I know where you live at, Cub, for real. You just right here? You going to do this right I'm now? Just, I'm just trying to give you some props, dog. You know, that's what I do. No, 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 no. Don't forget the second order, Cub. Remember, you the little brother. Be, be cool. Be cool. <laughs> yeah, but um, I was listening to you guys talk about social media, and sometimes I get nervous when people say, let me get your socials. My thing is, like, fam, that's the advertisement. You know, like when you buy cereal, mm-hmm. but it don't taste good, but the box looks great, don't buy the box of cereal. You got to let them fools open their mouth. So if somebody give you a social and like your telephone number, to me, that's damn near a red flag. Because everybody's going to show you the highlights. They're going to tell you that their car got repossessed on social media. If they really try to get at you or they live in a shipping container, they ain't going to tell you that. <laughs> you know, they're going to put all the stuff that works for them, you know. Yeah, put all the fluff, the lights and cameras. Yeah. Well, not all the time because, you know, I've seen, uh, like, a gentleman on Instagram, you know, going crazy talking about his baby mama and, using all the colorful expletives and how she ain't this and she ain't that. And, you know, he shouldn't have never had kids with her and the inside of her womb is rotten and all types of stuff. Oh, dang. Oh, yeah. So, that's, that's not, not right. Rotten. So I'm like, okay, uh, if, if, if it's somebody, you know, saying waiting to date him, uh, yeah, you might want to, you know, look, flip through the brother's social media because you need to know that if things don't go right between y'all, you the next target on Instagram, and he was posting pictures of her and everything. Oh, wow. That's horrible. But that's the world we live in. That's, <laughs> yeah, that's crazy. That, that, that's why with my social media platform, I'm in, if I'm in a relationship or anything like that, they're not going to get posted up like that because I, I don't have time for that drama or any of that when it comes to my social media. Um, so yeah, that that's problematic. He over here talking about the womb is rotten and stuff. Like wow, like dang. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He yeah he he was going crazy. But you know, again, you got a lot of people that that'll do that. You know, and this this guy was close to my age, probably between you know me and and RG's age. You know, acting crazy like that. Mm-hmm. So it, it this wasn't a young guy. You know, so. Oh, okay. So this is actually an older fella acting like this. Oh yeah, yeah. He was he was going crazy. So like I said, you know, somebody that's you know a social media thing, if they give you the information, you probably, you know, want to flip through and see what they're talking about. And you know, a lot of women do that crazy stuff too. You know, oh my ex, he wasn't this, he wasn't that. Or baby daddy, he don't even take care of his kids. He owe me this much in child support. He got a new whatever, 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 and she don't know that he ain't this, 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 and this. So I'm like, wow, okay. Uh, so there's that. Um, but yeah, that's 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 the type of thing that I don't I don't subscribe to. And you know, again, you know, uh, I, I'm not doing the Jordan. Matter of fact, I'm not even a Jordan mm-hmm. fan, so the whole 
mm-hmm. bouncing back and forth out of retirement is not me, but you know, <laughs> hypothetically, <Gotcha. laughs> yeah. hypothetically, yeah, I, I, uh, I, that would be something that I would have to have a conversation with a perspective bow about. All right. Let me give okay. you a phone because I got a okay. tweet about this. I'll talk to you all later. <laughs> Thank you, RG. Appreciate you being on the show. <laughs> Peace out. <laughs> once again, guys, <laughs> once again, guys, if you're interested in coming on, on the air with us, dial the one, I'm sorry, dial 515-602-9647 and press the number one so we can bring you on the air. If you're listening online on the He Said What Radio Network, type in your question or comments. And we will be able to read those across the air. Actually, I did have somebody while RG was on the line with us who had a question um, in regards to this, Kim. Um, Their question was, if those are the rules in place for um, your relationships, where does he have an outlet to be able to vent other than to you? Are you you allowing him to have an outlet on, on that? Or, and I feel like you probably answered this question, when it comes to your stuff as a couple specifically, that stays in-house? Um, first of all, relationships are a lot of work with just two people. When you get to adding people, mm-hmm. it becomes more work. So for me personally, mm-hmm. I feel like the outlet, if you have a problem with me, then it should be addressed with me. Or mm-hmm. if it's a problem that's escalating and we have a disconnect somewhere, then maybe we need to, depending on how serious the relationship is, maybe we need to seek some professional guidance. Okay. Okay. See, so, all right. I like that answer. So you're not completely turned off with the whole communicating the differences. It's just if it's a controlled environment. Because if you're giving counseling, it's a controlled environment to make sure that it's not spilling over. Right. Okay, okay. I, I, I like that answer. I like that answer because I'm pretty sure some, some of the viewers, especially this um, listener right here, probably was like wondering, like, is that person given an outlet? Which everyone deserves an outlet, but I do understand that it's, you need to have a controlled environment. You need to be able to control exactly what's being put out, what's being put in. So, so I get that. Um, big time. I definitely get that. So, so speaking on communication and everything, um, Kim, since you said you hung up your jersey, um, what made you decide? Like, what was the final straw where you were like, you know what, this just ain't worth it. It ain't, it ain't worth my mental peace. It ain't, it ain't worth any of the aggravation. When was that? When did that happen for you? Like, what caused that? Well, um. I am, I was married twice. I'm twice divorced. I uh, started a relationship after my divorce with someone that I had known. He was actually my high school sweetheart. And um, okay. I did not think that some of the things that happened between us ever would because of who we were to each other over this last 30 years. But he surprised mm-hmm. me, and um, at, like I said, you know, around 50-ish, uh, I've spent a significant amount of my life 
taking care of my significant others and raising children and stuff like that. So now I just want to sit somewhere and be quiet. The odds mm-hmm. of that happening, mm-hmm. being in a relationship and incorporating another life into your own, uh, the, the chances of that is slim to none. A relationship is not going to be total peace. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, you know, with me being the uh, intolerant old broad that I've become through the years, mm-hmm. I figure I should save myself and anybody else the irritation of attempting to date or be in a relationship. Okay. Okay. So, I, I can. Res- I can. I can. I can respect that. And I can understand that because sometimes, and, and it's so funny because I do feel like a lot of people are kind of taking that approach now, um, especially as we get older and we're trying to enjoy life. Like you're not trying to go with the back and forth because you got some people they leave one relationship, they jump in the next one. Leave one relationship, jump in the next one. Leave one relationship, jump in the next one. So I I can definitely understand um, why that approach would be taken, especially. Once, if you have been married before and you've been in previous relationships, I definitely get it. I definitely understand. Um, and I appreciate you actually opening up with that for us. Um, what we're going to do right now, Kim, and to those who are listening on She Said What, we're going to go to a quick commercial break, and then we'll come back up to wrap it up on, he, on She Said What as we continue talking about communication, subliminal messages versus being direct. Talk to you in a bit. Support of people of color begins with support by people of color. Introducing Melanin People. Melanin People is a new innovative new social media platform people of color from all around the world. It's a place for us to interact, showcase our talents, express our passions, share our cultures, and do business, both locally and internationally. Download the Melanin People mobile app now, connecting people of color. What's up? This one Mike from Simply Sports, and you're tuned in to the He Said What Radio Network. Hey, this is Rob Wells. I am the host of Your Purposeful Purpose podcast. I am a transformational speaker and coach. And let's not forget, serial entrepreneur. I help people live life with purpose, on purpose, by becoming the master designer of their lives. I want you to understand transformation because I went through a huge transformation myself after losing 150 pounds, teaching myself how to read and write at the age of 23 with a fifth grade education. I help people go through their own transformation, identify that purpose, identify that dream and break through every single roadblock in their way. You can get in touch with me by going to PurposefulPurpose.com. I can't wait to talk to you.
Welcome back to She Said What. What you just heard is This is Stay Inside by David Chris, future Mr. Foster and A Money Boo. Welcome back to tonight's take as we talk about communication, subliminal messages versus being direct with my lovely guest, Kim. Um, for those that are listening online and you want to call in and ask a question or speak with us directly, dial 515-602-9647. Also, if you are listening online, you can type in your question, and we will read it on the air, or your comments, and we'll read it on the air. Um, Kim, welcome back. Actually, while we were um, sitting there in the commercial break, I actually had a couple of people who popped through with a question. Uh, one person question was, is there a such thing as being too indirect? And it was a, it was a, two-part, it was a two-part question. First question was, is there, is, it, is there such a thing as being too indirect? Your thoughts on that? Uh, too indirect as far as yes, uh, With talking your to like, your significant like, other? Correct. Talking to your significant other. Like, you know there's some issues you have, but you're beating around the bush to get the point across. I, I, various, various. Uh, I had a issue with my second husband, I needed to address how I felt about some of his family, you know, the in-laws. So, yeah, I, there's, because, you know, when you're talking about somebody's sister, somebody's mother, and you're trying to say that you got an issue with them, you got to be careful about how you say it, mm-hmm. you know, because, yeah, you, yeah. Been there, done that. Um, okay, okay, okay. Consequently, because I was not as direct as I needed to be, 
the situation wasn't resolved and it, it, it was a huge source of tension between us until the day we uh, got divorced. Mm, okay, okay. Then let me If read. I had it to do over again, I would have shared some. Oh, okay. Okay. So if you if you if you could do it over again, you would actually have went about it differently. I would have. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Um, and then the second part of their question was, how do you, let's see, how do you suggest dealing with uh, the significant other who uses subliminal messages? who says one thing but one another. For example, let's take time apart, but they're really looking to see if you'll call or text them. Well, and this is just my opinion, to me that sounds like a game. Okay. That sounds like, you know, somebody that's trying to manipulate a situation. Gotcha, gotcha. So if you if you've noticed that, so let's say you noticed that, do you? I don't want to say you go from zero to a hundred. When you notice that they're trying to play that specific game with you, do you go ahead and you nip it in the bud and you're like, you know what? I see where you're trying to go with this. I'm not that person that's going to participate in that. Because um, I felt like that. Like, don't play around the bush with me on certain things. Because the the whatever reaction you're hoping to get is not the reaction that you're going to get. Well, okay, so if they are the type of person to play that particular type of game, mm-hmm. usually what people that that are manipulative like that, in my experience they don't like when you ask a question to uh, or kind of turn it back out uh, on to them. Like, um, okay, so you saying you want us to take a break or what have you. Okay, mm-hmm. I'm good with that. And and I, I'll ask, okay, so what does that look like to you? Mm-hmm. You know, I, I'll ask them, you know, us taking a break, what does that look like to you? And go from there. It depends on what the answer is. You know, it's because gotcha. um, you get you get situations where you stop seeing somebody and they seeing someone else, but there are things about you that they appreciate so much that they're not getting from where they are now. And they mm-hmm. hold on to you or want to maintain contact with you so they can get those things from you, those, the things that they appreciated from you, you know. Uh, and, and I mean, some people, I guess, might be okay with that, but, you know, I'm, I'm not one of those people. You know, if we taking a break, then we taking a break, you know. So you need not be shooting texts and calling and all that other stuff and wondering what I'm doing and who I'm hanging out with that don't have anything to do with you. Gotcha. Gotcha. I respect that. I respect that. I respect that. Um, And actually, Kim, while you were were, um, 
responding to that question. We actually have a caller on the line who wants to come on with a question. Caller, welcome to She Said What? Um, how are you doing today? Oh, uh, man, I'm great. Thanks for taking my call. Awesome, awesome. Yes, not a problem, not a problem. What you have for us on today? Oh, first of all, this one might. Yeah, I knew I don't even have a question. I, I basically just comment on uh something Kim said that I, I'm totally with. I hate subliminals with the, I hate that with a passion. Mm-hmm. I feel like if we're in a relationship and you can't say what you need to say to me, then, you know, now, if, if you can't say what you need to say to me, then I don't know what type of relationship we have. Now, with the situation that you had where, you know, you're dealing with the in-laws and that kind of thing, that is a touchy subject. So you you got to be direct, but you got to kind of keep in mind that these are they, they people. So I definitely agree with everything she said on that. But, yeah, that – uh in these games and things of that nature, the game ain't going to be played the way you want it to be played. Because now you just gave me a break. Now I'm good. I'm out of here. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know, I'm enjoying it. Now I'm really going to I'm going to have more fun than you do, trust me. And, you know, that might be tick for tack. That's still some immaturity I'm working through. He, he's using me still. So, you know, that's what we are. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so so Mike, since since I have you on here, since we're talking about the subliminal and direct messaging game, um, mm-hmm. do you feel like I feel like personally, and I know the guys may shoot me, I do feel like today's generation, a lot of men are using subliminal messages now. Yeah, I think so too. I think mm-hmm. like uh, like what you go ahead. I'm sorry, I thought you were finished. No, no, I, I was going to say since since we're talking about it with Tim, why do you think that is? I think it's a manipulation tool. Honestly, I think it's a way to play a game in your own head or whatever. I, I don't. I, I really don't know, but I think it's the easiest way form of manipulation to see, like, okay, if I do this, if I do this, they're gonna react like that. So I can, can kind of control the situation of not knowing how they're really gonna respond. Like a lot of people are scared to just put their truths out there. You know what I'm saying? So they play these games. And these subliminal messages and things of that nature. I mean, nothing's really changed. I mean, we—I've been—I've done it when I was younger, or whatever. But you know, there's a time and place where you—you you finally find that person, you grow up, you know, and you learn. Well, like, the problem is, uh-huh. the problem is, brother one Mike, is that there are—it's <laughs> not just the youngins that uh-huh. that's acting like this. You know what I mean? The yeah, the men yeah. that I have personally been involved with have been anywhere from one to five years my senior. Okay. And they run around playing these games and manipulative games and yep. whining and stuff like that, you know, just like some of the youngins. Just, yeah, so, yeah. Age really don't have. I, I don't to do know with. if it's the case of growing up. No, when I when I say growing up, I meant like more so maturity. Right. You know what I'm saying not, not, it had nothing to do with age because you could be 60 years old thinking you still playing them out here. So 
on your, you know what I'm saying? You got one foot in the grave yeah, and one I, foot, I, you know. <laughs> right, right, right. right. Oh, I understand a few of those <laughs> out here with the um the, the the old school silk short outfit with the two socks they, and the sandals. Yep, two socks up to the knees. <laughs> yep. Yeah, no doubt. <laughs> Driving that Lincoln Town car, you know which one's up. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. So now, now, now I, I actually, actually, one Mike and Kim. I actually had someone just send a question. They said, "Do you think fear and insecurity plays a part in communication?" Definitely. Yeah, definitely. I, I think it, yeah, it does. Yeah. It does. Yeah. But if you if you going through that that many changes to be totally honest, and I only speak from experience. Mm-hmm. If you're going through that many changes as far as communicating with a significant other and stuff like that, then you probably want to do what you need to do to get right with yourself before you introduce somebody else into your life. And that's exactly. another thing that a lot of a lot of people, they're not saying. It's okay to get counseling if you need help. If you don't have peace by yourself, then it's not if if you actually doing yourself a disservice as well as your future partner a disservice yep. if you don't get right yourself before you enter into a relationship. I totally agree with that. And then like from a different perspective, I guess being in a relationship where that person don't know how to communicate back with you, like they're always defensive and things of that nature, that ain't healthy. Like you can't say like I I don't know, like y'all could be talking about something uh, that you don't like that maybe she's doing or whatever, so you bring it up, and then she'd be like, well, you do this. I'm like, damn. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, I'm just trying to better up. And you feel like I'm coming down on you, and it's not even like that. But, you know, some people don't know how to receive. You know, like, like they just don't know how to receive the communication. Like, they're listening. I don't know if they're listening. They're they just ready to fight, you know, <laughs> like off anything. Well, that you in say. my opinion, in my opinion, those are the people that are using being in a relationship as validation for whatever is not happening in their life. Oh, that, that's yeah, okay. Mm. I, I feel that. Dang, that was a good question. Okay. Yeah, oh, yeah, I ain't gonna yeah, hold y'all up much nice. longer, man. I, I really enjoyed the show. It's always good to hear that uh, when, when Kim is being involved in something with that he said what Radio <laughs> Network. <laughs> and Al, you know you do your thing, man. <laughs> so I'm gonna check I try, out. I, keep I, I appreciate it, Mike. I appreciate having you on the show again. Definitely, thank you, thank you. Um, no problem. So man. for those who are <laughs> for those who are listening in, you're listening to she said what on today with my guest Kim. We are speaking about communication, subliminal messages versus being direct. Um, One thing, Kim, and you can give me your honest take on that, I do believe when it comes to subliminal and direct communication, I also do feel like sometimes past traumas in childhood has kind of accumulated with that as well because you have some people who did not have good um, communication skills with their parents uh, when it came to communicating, which can translate into relationships because you have some people who are used to seeing their parents argue, seeing one of one of the other always yelling and telling the other one to shut up, which can also make you not be confrontational or you look at stuff being confrontational when it comes to being direct. Because sometimes when you're direct, people are quick to say, oh, my God, you're too direct, you're too confrontational, when it's just normal communication by letting you know, hey, 
this is how I feel, this is how you should move. I do feel like that also contributes a lot to the subliminal messages that people in today's society do do do. Um, what do you think on that take? I, I believe that also. I was fortunate, you know, uh, my parents have been together forever. You know, I can remember the days of my parents dancing in the backyard and and they wasn't no whole lot of arguing. Not to say that my parents probably didn't have any issues, but, you know, it wasn't no whole lot of arguing mm-hmm. and crazy stuff going on around us, mm-hmm. you know, fighting and stuff like that. You know, we, we didn't grow up like that, you know what I mean? So uh, that was basically something that I strived for when I was dating the whole, you know, fighting and yelling in front of the kids and, you know, screaming and throwing stuff out, you know. If I felt like I was going to be in that type of relationship, you know, whoever it was, I, I, I didn't have a problem walking away. Okay. And I see, and that's, that's good, because I was in a similar situation um, uh, many years ago with the, pre, with the relationship like that, and her response was to yell, and I guess she was taken aback by my response, because I literally looked at her and was like, yeah, I'm not about that life, I've never been handled that way, and you're not about to start. <laughs> And right. I exit out that relationship quick and in a hurry. Like that, you're not about to treat me with something that I'm not used to being handled a certain way. But I don't think anybody should be used to that, even if it's something that mm-hmm. you grew up in. Get get some help. You know, it, mm-hmm. it's it's a lot of things that we have to deal with on a regular basis out here in this world, just trying to, you know, make a living, make our way and, and stuff like that. So, you know, don't don't settle for that type of situation. Don't don't mm-hmm. settle for that because you got to have peace. If you don't have peace nowhere else, you got to have peace in yourself. That's a fact. That is a fact. And you are preaching to the choir. And that could be the biggest issue, I think, that's running rapid when it comes to communication. People aren't seeking help. People are not unpacking the trauma and baggage that they already have um, to be better. They're looking for their significant other to fix them or be, or be the glue that keeps them together, which isn't fair to the significant other um, either because you, you're sitting here walking into a relationship that is a landfill. Um, and no right. matter where you may turn, you may blow yourself up um, trying to help that person and make them better. So I agree with that 100, 110%. Therapy is important, um, and and it looks like people would rather have, as my dad would say, they would rather have a body, um, a warm body next to them than be by themselves, which is definitely problematic, definitely problematic. Now, we're getting ready to wrap up in a few, um, Kim, but once again, before um, we kind of get towards the conclusion of the whole matter, I want to take the time to thank you once again for being a part of She Said What. Um, The information that you gave out has been amazing, and it's actually put a lot of stuff into perspective, so I definitely appreciate that. Can we give Kim a round of applause in regards to that? She's definitely been an uh, even kill on today. I don't hear that often, okay? No, you have. Because I don't hear that often. 
<laughs> no, you actually have, because I'm, I'm naturally be hyped anyway when I do the show. Um, and it's always nice to kind of have someone who's the opposite to kind of keep it level. So I definitely appreciate how you have been today. Um, now, I do have one final question for you, Kim, and then we'll, um, we'll conclude the show. Um, have you ever in your life personally, not with you and your significant other, but have you ever seen either friends or family or acquaintances that use um, subliminal messages on a social platform instead of confronting the person with the actual issue? So not you personally, but have you just seen people on the outside do that, and how did that kind of work out for them? Well, I I have a friend, uh, God rest his soul, Uh, he he passed away uh, last month, as a matter of fact. Um, He was having a problem with a relationship he was in, and... He didn't know how bad it was until his family members started reaching out to him on social media because of what this girl he was in a relationship was saying about him on social media. He he didn't oh, have a clue okay. that, yeah, of how bad it actually was, how she actually felt, you know, it, I mean, hateful mm-hmm. stuff even down to I don't care if he dies and stuff like that. Um so, you know, uh, he did finally leave that relationship. But, you know, with with this person being a dysfunctional creature that they are, you know, mm-hmm. now um, this person is in a, you know, another relationship uh, doing the same thing pretty much, you know. Uh, oh, wow. She didn't waste time moving on. So it's it's kind of a, a cycle of insanity for, and uh, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. yeah, she just she just keep going with the with the craziness. And, and I guess wow. I want to add, um, you know, this this lady is also uh, around my age, you know, grown children, you know, uh, done raised mm-hmm. kids and ran households and all that other good stuff. Um, mm-hmm. I, I just I don't see any peace in that. Yeah. So I guess to me it just seems like people that do that is pretty much torturing themselves. They are they are tortured individuals, and and so they just keep doing the same, you know, stuff over and over again. Because you're not really getting resolutions just putting your business out on social media. That, that that's just, true. You really not. So, if anything, you know, you're giving people of, ammo, ammo about your life. Right, right. Uh, and another thing that people don't consider, um, for many, many years, I was a retail manager. And I've had, you know, as I got promoted and, and moved up and stuff like that, I've had, you know, members of my loss prevention team for the company I was working for, you know, telling me, hey, you know, I saw your social media page. You know, I don't have much on, man. I'm not on social media like that. Um, 
I actually started the page, believe it or not. I started the page because I was actually looking for somebody. And that's probably why I don't have, I don't have like a whole lot of posts or anything on my social media because I was, I literally started it because I was looking for somebody. Um, Gotcha. But uh, anyway, back to my point, a lot of people have to realize that your employers are looking at uh, social media pages and stuff like that. So while you on there thinking, okay, you hurting your significant other, you could also be hurting yourself professionally and hitting your own pocket. That's true. That's true. That's really true. That's really true. No lies told on that. Um, no lies. That, thank you. Thank you, Kim. Um, once again, we thank you for being a part of the She Said What um, show on tonight. Definitely have to have you back. Um for those who have been listening, um, I just want to remind everybody that we are currently running a promo special on ads and commercials through the month of June. Inquire more information by sending your email to info at he said what network.com. You can also subscribe to the network's YouTube channel by searching He Said What Radio Network. Follow us on Instagram at He Said, I'm sorry, I said June, I apologize, for August. Um, follow us on Instagram um, at He Said What Radio Network. Also, you can follow me at Newman underscore Junior underscore 2.0. Go back to um, blogradio.com backslash he said what and download the episode in case you missed it. Anything that you find on the music platforms like iHeartRadio, Pandora, Spotify, and Apple Music, just to name a few. Um, Also, just want to remind you to tune in next week on He Said What next Wednesday at 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time where our topic is going to be communication, setting the tones, and boundaries. Looking forward to having that. Also, for those who are listening and who are new, just want to remind you of our lineup that we have every week here on the He Said What Radio Network. Starting with Sunday, we have Let's Connect with P's Intuition at 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. On Mondays, we have Simply Sports with iMike, who had called in twice today, RG and Simply Bree, and a guest as well at 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. On Tuesday, we have He Said What? with our lovely Simply Bree and her guest that starts at 8 p.m. as well. On Wednesdays, of course, it is us here at She Said What? With, um, like I said, for next week, it will be communication, setting the tones and boundaries. On Thursdays, we have Fetish Finesse with Miss Nisi at 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. She used to be on on Fridays. It is now pushed back to Thursdays. Also, for this month, we have a special event. He Said What Radio Network and Fetish Finesse presents a night of intimate exploration hosted by our lovely Miss Nisi herself. That will be on Saturday, August 24th. Doors open at 4.45 p.m. Show starts at 5 p.m. Located in Sandy Springs, Georgia. Seating is limited to only 25 people, and we are currently halfway full. For more information and to purchase tickets, visit Eventbrite or visit He Said What network.com to purchase your tickets directly. Once again, I'm your host, Alan M. Newman Jr. For She Said What, I enjoyed you guys being here with us. Be confident, committed, consistent in everything you do today on this hump day, and enjoy the rest of your week. Looking forward to talking to you next Wednesday. Have a wonderful night. Thank you for supporting the He Said What radio network. Please be sure to check out the website where you can find more of our shows on sports coverage, music showcases, and entertainment. Are you interested in giveaways? Sign up today to receive special members-only giveaways by visiting www.hesaidwhatnetwork.com now.